fuck do you find these drinks, dude? I don't know. Ask our 25,000 followers. By the way, shout out to all of you. Thank you very much. Without the OGs, let's call them. The true supporters in the back. Yeah. The people who have been with us since day one. Yeah, that have ridden the journey just as much as we have. Uh, thank you to those people. Um, I know everyone's expecting us to be like, Oh my god, it's 25,000 followers! Where's the YouTube plaque? Where's but, the YouTube plaque? But no, uh, this just means that we're gonna do even more. Oh yeah, just getting and warmed up. Exactly. We're just getting started. And we're just more alive than anything that we now have a proper audience to perform in front of or you know have these needed conversations with invite the friggin well enthused guests and everything you know let's be real we knew this was going to happen oh dude 100% just a matter of time and consistency so yeah so uh, it has been 3 years this month since the start oh. of the 2am podcast so yeah, for all of you new people, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, um, follow us on all platforms, you're already, I assume, following on Instagram, but just stay tuned. We will be coming out with a lot more. Mm-hmm. But on to this episode. Well, this episode has been brought to you by Netflix, because... <laughs> <laughs> Relax, bro, we got a few followers and now we're already... <laughs> well, no, it's because freaking... Um... They just launched their uh, ad-supported streaming option. Or they're launching it in November, I believe. Wait, what? Like it's an ad-supported option. You know how they raised their prices a while back ago? Mm-hmm. They're back to being like, oh my God, we lost so many customers. Because they, they lost like, I think, 25 million plus customers because of that climb. Wow. Yeah, which is nuts. So they felt really bad about that and they couldn't really recover from it. So... I guess they went backwards and then they have like an ad like type of subscription. So you get ads in between your show or whatever. To not pay as much as you Yeah, for the premium. Would without it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. So it's like poverty premium, you know? It's like poverty premium, the next big yeah. thing. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, man, I'm it kind of sucks that we kind of live in this world now. But it's also cool because I've seen good things happen with ads, you know, like free water. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of free water? No. Free water is just like, okay, it's this company. And the most famous thing that, like, that people um, do when they see them is ask them the question, like, how's it free, right? And I always get lost in the explanation, but it has something to do with ad revenue. So they place ads on a water bottle. Right. It's mm. called free water. There's no logos on it. It's just a bunch of ads. <laughs> and hey, do you want free water? Gladly. You'll be like, sure, you know. And through that they they pay for everything. And people are like, it's free? They're like, Yeah, it's free. Just take it. They're like, Well, who's paying you? Well, yeah, I get paid, I have a salary. But well, how? Isn't that funny how people has has have have a hesitation when they're offered something for free? Yeah. Like I saw a TikTok video earlier, probably like a couple days ago where this TikToker was offering free cars. That's a really interesting on a college point. campus, and they were like, "No, mm-hmm. I, I don't trust you." Like people have a, an inherent distrust of just being offered anything for free. Yeah, because how dare anyone do anything from the kindness of their heart? Yeah, 
But I get it at the same yeah. time because we live in a capitalistic society and everything yeah. must be paid for. Individualistic, you know? It's like you were born on, you were born and raised on television and, you know, becoming the next thing. Everyone's promised to be like the next god or celebrity or <laughs> whatever if you try hard enough, right? Mm -hmm. What does that do? It kind of singles you out like you're an individual. If everybody can make it, right, to become this like, you know, mesmerized celebrity that has power and influence. Yeah. What does that make you? It makes everyone just competing for themselves. Inflated egos. Yeah. Um, another thing that pisses me off about like the, the rise in Netflix's price, for example, is when people complain about these companies raising their price a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like the Aura, like the Aura subscription, for example, they just added that into their business model. Mm -hmm. Now you pay for the ring and then you pay like seven to $10 a month for the actual access to the data. I get when people complain about like, okay, this is my health data. I already bought the ring. Why can't I get that access for free? Because they're a business, they need to sustain themselves and make some money. Um, but also it's like, I have a problem with people who complain about $7 a month. Can you really not afford $7 a month? I mean, I try to ask that question a lot. I try to think about it like, hey, maybe I can't afford $7 a month. How would I think about it for me to not afford it? You know, but it's a priority thing. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, why did you buy the ring to begin with? Exactly. Why are you even thinking about this purchase? It's an old school, it's an old school method of thinking, dude. Like, you know, if my, if my parents were really old school and they raised me on that, like, you got to double think everything. You never have your bank on the line. <laughs> you never make automatic payments, you know? Can't trust a bank. Yeah. I mean, I can see how someone could be wired like that, but like, I don't know. Um, I, can, I can choose to just think about it differently because the way I saw it, I kind of complained at the beginning too. I was like, I mean, the ring's like almost 500 bucks, you know, it's not that cheap. And it's, you realize that you think that everything in this world, you just have to pay for material when realistically you could be paying for knowledge or paying for, you know, a patented piece of technology that is available to you because you're now a customer, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, you bought the physical object and the tech within the reading, but then it's like, what about all the software and all everything that uh, goes with it? Because you got to remember that it's being updated daily. Pretty yeah. much so it could be running smoothly and um you know new additions and things like that mm. so i mean people just disregard the science or whatever this company did you know so it's like that's a part of their package so you can see it like that i do think it's a priority thing yeah because i have a hard time believing that a lot of people in the united states are like at that level of poverty mm -hmm. so you know a certain number of people are but the people who are automatically looking to buy a ring that costs $350 yeah. are not those people. <laughs> it's yeah. a selection bias. So yeah, it's, it's a priority thing. That's all it is. I'm like $7 a month. Then you're just addicted to material things. Make more money. If you bought the Aura ring and you're complaining about the subscription, <laughs> you just care about the ring. You get me? Yeah. But there's this very like pernicious Karen mentality that a lot of people have too. It's like they want to battle over every little fucking detail. And they want to make sure they get their way and that justice is served in the universe. Like, just pay for it. Do your part. Stop bitching about everything. Mm -hmm. It's the complaining, right? It's real. Yeah, it's the complaining. I I'm hate gonna, complaining. I'm going to bring so justice to Target. Bro. <sighs> I heard a really sad thing the other day. You want to hear it? Hit me. Every year on August 5th, 
the Mars Curiosity rover celebrates the anniversary of its arrival by singing the happy birthday song to itself, all alone on Mars. Holy shit. Is that true? Mm-hmm. It's our boy Wally. Mm-hmm. It's literally our boy Wally. What song do you picture to that? Just I just picture like, bro, it's not even... Uh, well, it's obviously happy birthday, but it's just like the saddest version you can imagine. And it's all atmospheric. And it's like produced by Hans Zimmer. And it's just panning out. And it's just singing happy birthday. Yeah, just think about the atmosphere. The string too. orchestra. The wind is howling. Yeah. Well, we don't even know if there's... Is it, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course there's wind. There's rocks everywhere. It's hot as hell. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> that's that's that making is, me depressed, bro. Yeah, dude. I don't that sucks. I know it's a robot, right? But this is the scary thing. Is the rover, you know? A lot of people, and especially NASA, has a connection to it. Like it's like a human being at this point. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, like a thirty million dollar robot. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think I'm gonna rewatch Wally and be like, "Wow, this is deep." Mm. You know, it's not just a robot. <sighs> yeah, it's just shower thoughts for you. That's pretty crazy in and of itself. It is spending a boatload of money on creating this robot that will send millions of miles away to do research for us. <laughs> I came across a comment the other day, what? and it was this guy who's like, he was complaining, okay? He was like, r slash confessions on Reddit. And he was like, my mom hooks up with friends, with my friends, right? And then some guy commented. He's like, hey man, sorry to hear. If you need a friend to talk to at all, I got you. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh man, the the... The idea that there are funny people out there that are just like anonymous. That's hilarious. Is yeah. hilarious to me. It is. And it opens up the the world to me. And it's like, wow, I'm not alone with this, you know? I can laugh with people. <laughs> I'm glad that we know at least one person who is anonymous online yeah. and is still extremely hilarious. Mm -hmm. Freaking A, man. Ow. Frick. Yeah. I've been having a lot of uh I feel like I need to visit a Chiropr chiropractor for sure my body's been cracking a ton dude i don't know if it's because i just turned uh, 28 not too long ago or what but am i catching up <laughs> i don't know i hate when people think that way though <laughs> yeah no it's not it's just sometimes you just maybe you need to change your mattress or something yeah you know it's just habits over time they lead to all sorts of misalignments and ailments and yeah whatnot but i don't know i don't know if chiropractors are like legit I really don't. I haven't done much much research on it. I mean, sure, they align you and pop you back into place, but if you go back to your lifestyle and still have the same movement patterns, mm -hmm. it's like the perfect business model because you're just going to experience the same thing and then go back. Yeah. It has a weird effect, definitely, because when you walk out of there, you're like, I feel great. A month later, you're like, wow, I feel... Like, I just need it again because I'm just achier than I was before. Is it actually a month later? Is it, does, is it that long? I don't know. We could say three months. No, nah, I feel like it's like two weeks, bro. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm. I mean, it could be dependent on the person, but that's just my experience. Maybe like construction workers, two weeks, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Absolutely.
I think it's because when you do that, you kind of open up your bubbles or your whatever sockets. <laughs> your bubbles. You're just more um, susceptible and vulnerable to injury mm-hmm. because you're more loose after that session. Oh, after a chiropractic session. Yeah. Kind of like I don't hitting know. the sauna. You know, I don't like know about your, that. your muscles relax and it's kind of like. So. I don't know. My body would feel like it would have a, uh, an easier or a higher chance of, you know, tearing or whatever. Mm. It, that's just the way it feels, you know, if I were to deadlift or whatever. Yeah. Especially after a, uh, like a sauna session or whatever. The only hesitation I have with chiropractors is I usually crack my back by myself um, and knuckles, you know, normal stuff. But anything around the neck is where I have borderline anxiety. I do not like somebody messing around with my neck in that way, like jolting and, and just, uh, it's just, I don't know. Your main arteries are there. You don't want to, you know what I mean? It's like scratching a knife to a fucking plate, dude. Uh, It's like, I get you. Some people can't even like look at holes in the wall, you know? There's a phobia of that. Holes in the wall? Yeah. Holes in things. Interesting. So think of a reptile, but think of like reptilian skin, but it's all bumpy. No, you know, kind of just looks disfigured. <laughs> I found that out the other day because I was playing darts, and I, uh, my brother was uh, poking holes in the wall. <laughs> so my mom walked by it, and she's like, "Ugh," and I'm like, "What? Like, what happened?" You know? And she's like, "I can't look at holes in the wall. It just it gives me that ugh feel." What about holes in a can? Same thing apply? <laughs> maybe, maybe it feels like a like a crap ton. You know? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Maybe it's just like that horror movie plot where there's someone looking through. Yeah, the or maybe like, I don't know, someone that has, uh, some people can't look at like tubes in their skin, you know? Oh, yeah. I think that's a very common one. Like people can't get um, blood tests. That sucks. I used to hate Especially it. Especially if they have. Dude, I literally forced myself to watch it over and over and over again until I sensitized myself to it. Or no, desensitized myself to I it. I mean, look. If I'm going to like draw blood or whatever, I usually get told that I'm nervous, but then like I'm not, I'm acting not nervous, you know, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Right here. You need the vein? Hold on. Mm, you know, they come in. Tap it a little. Yeah. You know, yeah. Then, then it gets all cold. Once it gets all cold, they start taking the syringe out. And then that's when I'm like, all right. <laughs> I look the other and way. you tense up. Yeah. No, but then I'm still like chilling. Like I'm relaxed, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm not going to look at it. I can feel it and everything. But bang, look at it. I'm at the point where I'm completely yeah. like relaxed, but um, now like I watch it go in, mm-hmm. and the only thing I have a hesitation about is when it's inside mm-hmm. and it starts to move a little bit. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, stop! No, yeah. No, but other than that, I'm good. I get you. And then you're like, oh my god, do I sense pain? No, yeah, I'm chilling. Is this, gonna, is this gonna rupture something? What is this? Excuse me, ma'am. What is in this? <laughs> She wanted, there's nothing in it. It's your blood. It's like some some shady clinic in Westminster. Yeah, what is this? What? She's like giving you the syringe. She pokes it in, just coughs and sneezes in your face. Ah. There are a lot. There are a lot of nurses and stuff that will do that. Yeah, like very uh, aggressively. I guess. Ooh, dude, I've had um really bad pain before. Like uh, my arm was just I I could barely move it. My muscle was really hard and tense. Because they missed the vein like three times. So that's not fun. 
Oh, the worst thing for me was when I got my wisdom teeth removed, unfortunately. Why was it the worst thing? Um, they were trying to basically like fill me up with laughing gas. What is it? Nitric <laughs> oxide. Is and it laughing gas? Yeah, yeah, it's laughing gas. Or something <laughs> of that nature. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Damn, bro. Anyways, the, the main nurse kept trying to go in and the, the vein kept rolling. So I guess it just like she kept missing. And she did that four to six times before she finally got it through. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the hell on. I thought laughing gas you inhale. It's the guy told me it's technically laughing gas. Something of that nature. But, but they but they poked you in the arm. It might be a different version. Okay. I know it's it's a little bit confusing because I can't recall everything. Was this like a no insurance place? Or? <laughs> it was in Huntington Beach, all yeah. insurance. Um yeah. And then once it went in, like 10, 15 seconds later, I just felt my ego just fading away. And then I woke up Hell and it was yeah, done. Bro. I think those were shrooms. <laughs> Shroom sauce. Maybe. Sauce in my boy. Sauce up my portobello boy. <laughs> See that arm. <laughs> Slaps you in the head. Shit talking <laughs> on a boy. <laughs> oh, I get it. Shit talking. Did you say slaps you on the ass? Yeah. It's like you don't see that coming. You know what I mean? You ready for your shot, boy? <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. Did you have anything else? Because I want to bring up. Dude, uh, hell yeah. I'm going to keep I'm gonna coming up. I'm, I'm, uh, can't even talk. I, I told you, you can't talk today. What is wrong, dude? We're fucked up. Is today Monday or something? Um, okay. So let me tell you this. I'm going to enlighten you today. Okay. And tell me what you think. Is this truthful or not? Is this Hit factual? Me. Hit me. The man who loves walking will walk further. The man who loves the destination. Oh, sorry. Did I even say that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> As I fucking have a liquid in my, my mouth, my dude. Bad, bro. What is wrong with you? I am so sorry. I didn't even say that, bro. Oh, you oh just had God, a complete tizzle moment, bro. I massacred. I massacred that. I'm sorry. Like, are you retarded? <laughs> like, the fuck? You're, that silence. I was about to choke. I was like, my message had the full confidence, too. I was like, why isn't he saying anything? <laughs> You're an asshole, dude. I am so sorry. All right. Let me, let Start me, from ground zero. Let me collect myself. <clears throat> The man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Yes, 100%. Okay. You know why? Hmm. Because the man who loves walking only focuses on the present moment and the process. So he's dedicated to the game as opposed to the reward that the game will give him. The person who's just focused on the destination is like, okay, once I meet the destination, then I'll stop doing the work. Yeah. That's the difference. Well, I look at it as like, yeah, I can see that, but it's just like, uh, it's a more, in more broad terms, I think it's like, um, categorizing like what you prioritize. Mm -hmm. So like, do you, do you whole ass everything or half ass? It's what we do with the podcast. Yeah. We don't really care about that. I it's, mean, we uh, yeah. do up to a certain point, but it's not the priority. Well, it's called donation work. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's free work. It's, um, something that you're, uh, that you somehow are tied to with inspiration, motivation, and all that. It's a donation to the universe. don't let it go. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Awesome stuff. Okay, this one's cool. I'll probably add a visual to this for the video, but what I will be the best looks like, 
versus I will be better than yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I will be best would spike kind of like the stock market. You know, you're going to reach an all-time high and it'll go back to low for a good buy time. And then you'll have a median and then a very high and then a very low. It's like right. a high and then a permanent yeah. crash. And I will be better than yesterday is overall for that same amount of graphing. It's just an, a really gradual up high forever. Well, not gradual. Look at look at the chart. And this is similar to our analytics on everything right yeah. now is it's a gradual thing and then mm -hmm. parabolic. Yeah. So nice to see. I would say it's a little bit more gradual, though. Yeah, focus on improvement course of time. as opposed to just perfection. Yeah, because uh, if you focus on the day-to-day -day and the actual improvement of every skill set and all that, that's what brings progress. If you switch the focus to money, you won't see progress. Yeah. That's just how it is. Okay. So, this one's cool because it's kind of like more of a visual as well. It's, we have good, and it looks like a fraction, is good over bad. And then how we think it is, it's good over bad. Mm. How it actually is, is it's good and bad, but both words are embedded inside each other. Oh, wow. That's yeah. trippy. And so that's how it actually is. So within your day, the, the best way I've ever heard it being explained is life just is. So when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have to go through good and bad, and it's all a part of the same dance. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. It's a dance, yeah. You're going to be healthy and sick, and you're going to be uh, depressed and happy, and you're gonna, it's just, it's a roller coaster. Think about the yin-yang symbol for this. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very good stuff. I like that. Um, another visual. We have, this is progress with an arrow pointing straight up, and then we have, this is also progress, which is loops that continue to go straight up. Mm. And then, so is this. Scribbles, but then the arrow at the end still goes up. Yeah. That's life. Sometimes you have to take three steps back in order to make mm -hmm. significant progress. Mm -hmm. um, it can look all sorts of different ways. Yeah. So, it don't matter. Just being alive is amazing. And that is the greatest game you'll ever play, I swear to God. Dude. Yep. A lot of people don't think so, but... Mm. It's not for us to comment on, I guess. But like, why not, though, man? Listen to me, people. Listen to me. Like, one of the biggest problems I had based on that video that we, uh, the generation video we made and then uh, experienced the, the pop-off on it hmm. is probably the most popular comment, which is, I didn't ask to be alive. Yeah. And to that comment, I'm like, listen, I know you've been through some tough things. We all have. But, like, how the fuck is that your conclusion for life? You must be really down and out. Like, down horrendous yeah. to come to that conclusion. Who hurt you? Is what I'm trying to say. We've all been hurt. You know? Of course. So I don't understand why you would just give up like that. That's and what I, it looks like to me. I want to empathize with these people. It's real life suicide, but you're still alive. You know? I didn't yeah. ask to be born. All right, great. I never want to see you service me ever. Not with that attitude. No, it's just, it's a terrible attitude. Especially like if you're a 30, 40, 50 year old saying that shit. Mm -hmm. That's just, oh, my God, do you have a lot of work to do? My cats are enough. My cats are enough. Okay, yeah. I can see that. 
you hate people so much that you realize you're a person, so you hate yourself? It's not just that, dude. It's like these people have gone through traumatic experiences the same as any anybody else because we're all human beings having the same experience. Yeah. But they've chosen to just sit on their ass and not do anything about it. They've chosen to to allow it to uh, metastasize and like you can think about it from the perspective of like cancer cells spreading throughout the body. Yeah. Except it takes place within every area of their life. That's why you got to dream, dude. Yeah. You got to dream. Part of it. And like if you dream properly, you will feel it. And I promise you, if you feel it, um, you will work towards something. But I'm, 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 I can almost guarantee you that most people don't. Or people that act like that, you know, I should rephrase that. Most people that act like that just don't have dreams. They don't have goals, you know. They think personal development's well. Their goal is to go collect that Pokemon tomorrow on their app or whatever, <laughs> you know. Or something of that nature. Yeah. That's great. I mean, if your inner philosophy is to die alone. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, good for you, but. Um, I think life has many wonderful things, dude, to me. Yeah. And you'll, you're missing out, if anything. 100%. You know? Like, we dream of things that are very simple. You know, sometimes I just want, I want a staycation at a nearby cabin. I just want to wake up to some crispy air. Mm-hmm. Coffee in my hand. High altitude. Dude, and I want to take my time just grinding these coffee beans. Oh, bro, speaking of high altitude, what a perfect segue, dude. We didn't even plan that. Really? Dude, I am the king of transitions. Remember this? In video and in life. God. In video and in life. Remember this? High altitude. Yes. I'm going to oh explain the story. Please explain the story. So, <laughs> I have to give a shout out to uh, Ajak, our boy. We've known sure. him online for quite a while. Hell yeah, brother. Um, AJA underscore Cortez on Instagram. Go follow him. But he reposted this story from an account called History Cool Kids. And this is how it goes. So. Bear with me here. <laughs> in 1990, an improperly installed window on British Airways Flight 5390 fell off during mid-flight, causing rapid decompression in the cockpit. Which is already scary. Okay. <laughs> off to a great start. Flight attendant Nigel Ogden just happened to be entering the cockpit when he heard the loud bang and saw the pilot getting sucked out. In the reenactment image, you can see Ogden holding onto his legs, while the co-pilot is trying to rapidly descend in order to reach a safer altitude. Imagine being, dude, that, that, okay, this is such a unique situation. I don't think this is normal. This has probably never happened in the yeah. history of, of life other yeah. than one time. Yeah, there's, people have been struck by lightning more. Oh, yeah. As the co-pilot attempted to contact air traffic control to make an emergency landing, Ogden was starting to develop frostbite from the severe cold. Most of the crew thought the pilot was already dead, but Ogden continued to hold on. There was also the fear that if he did let go, the body might collide with the plane's engine, wing, or stabilizer, creating more havoc. All he knew for sure was that the pilot was slipping further and further out the window and his head was slammed repeatedly against the fuselage. So... In that paragraph, I can think of four horrendous things that are happening. First of all, you never think about frostbite because it's so cold because you're traveling at such high altitude at such high speeds. Mm -hmm. You never think about his body flying into the engine. Yeah, and then it's probably disfigured. Like he could have broken his back or spine because he's just bent backwards because of the speed. <sighs> you could think of a lot of things. 
After 15 minutes of flying with a broken window, the plane landed safely at Southampton Airport. Ogden suffered frostbite on his face and damaged one of his eyes. He also dislocated his shoulder. The pilot miraculously survived with frostbite and multiple fractures on his arms and hands. What a trooper. 15 minutes. That's, that's, that's crazy that he walked out with just that. By the way, throughout this whole explanation of the story, we're going to show you the, the reenactment picture. It's not a real picture, of yeah. course. Finally, in an, an investigation later revealed that the window had been newly installed just 27 hours before the flight had used uh, incorrect bolt sizes. Of the 90 bolts that were used, 84 of them were 0.026 inches, too small in diameter. What? The other six bolts had the correct diameter, but were short by 0.1 inches. The hell? The bolts were supposed to be 0.8 inches, not 0.7 inches. Life is a game of inches. Mm-hmm. Wow. It comes back at you, that rule. That's a crazy story. That is... Um, That's a super crazy story. Yeah, dude. Imagine being that person. What the hell? He really just he, it's miraculous. The humor, bro. Look at this. I know. I mean, <laughs> it is funny to look at without context. But now that I know, I'm like, dude, this, this guy's a freaking legend. This guy's a G. Yeah. To walk away with only a damaged eye from 15 minutes of frostbite. And dislocated shoulder. Impressive. I mean, I have a dislocated shoulder, so we're chilling. The moment I saw this picture, I was reminded of that, um, the retarded Leo, <laughs> the taxidermy, oh, yeah. the taxidermy lion. Like, well, so fried. I can't believe that that's in an actual museum. I think it's in Hong Kong. <laughs> I can't oh even recreate God, the face, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like this. Uh -huh. <laughs> so goofy. That's going to be the thumbnail, yeah, by the way. Bro, here come the crackhead ass Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, that story reminded me of another story. This was recent, though. Uh, over the summer, I think in like July or something. Uh, forgot what country. Let's just say Greece. Okay. There was a bunch of people on, you know, guys our age that were on vacation. They mm -hmm. took a private helicopter. And, or was it a jet? Don't remember. But anyway. Uh, they went to the deck and they were taking selfies and whatever. One of them got too close to the propeller and just oh. got his head cut off and smashed. And everybody saw it. The pilot got arrested and the co-pilot because... Um, They're supposed to keep them away keep from them, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's a whole ongoing case. But, bro, to see, like, imagine. And in my head, I'm like, that's kind of stupid. That is unbelievable. Why are you behind stupid. the plane? Because in the, in the article, it, it clearly said he was behind the plane. Like, he was... Obviously, somewhere he shouldn't be, you know? Do you think it was a propeller or a plane? Um, because if, it's, if the co-pilot and the pilot were held responsible, then it's probably a helicopter. I would, it's a I would have scale. to assume it's a helicopter because of the, the fan in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the blades. What was he doing? Trying to take a selfie? That's what they assumed. Because so. <sighs> they found his phone move, there. Dude, so. that's such a stupid move. Yeah. Uh, crazy, bro. That guy ruined the day. Like, well, I mean, they ruined the life, but. Beyond the day. He ruined the whole trip for, for his boys because yeah, he was so stupid. Like, here, let me stand next to these propellers that are going a billion miles per hour. Yeah. Let's see what comes of it. It's like Santorini was too white, you know? My God. Needed a little color. <laughs> it was a dark joke for you guys. Um, but yes, anyway, uh, going back to what we started with, thank you very much for the new subscribers. We appreciate you guys very much. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for a lot of awesome, maybe sometimes controversial, 
a lot of fun, funny, artistic, movie-related, very familiar episodes that are coming your way. Mm -hmm. uh, tell everyone about the show. And yeah, we will, I think, catch you next time. How's it? Adios. Peace.